everything we do is in and through people. Welcome to the radio show that will help you know yourself to increase your influence with family, friends, co-workers, and community. This is Learn It, Live It, Lead It with your John Maxwell team leadership coaches, Mike Cook and Monique Minnick. But for this radio show, say hello to Mike and Mo. Welcome back. This is going to be our third session. Wow. On Attitude. Yeah. This is Mo. This is Mike. Good to have you back with us. Yeah. So the last two weeks, we've talked about the impact of Attitude, mm-hmm. and we've talked about the formation of Attitude. Mm-hmm. And That's this learn week, it and the live and it. The live it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're going to lead it. Yeah. So this week, we are moving into talking about the future with the right attitude. Okay. Right? And there's two aspects of that that we're going to have to explore today, mm-hmm. which is what is failure and what is success. And they do go hand in hand. That's and they good. do go yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. And key to this is that every successful person is someone who failed, yet never regarded himself or herself as a failure. Mm. Go lead it. So last week, I ended with a little bit of a story mm-hmm. about uh, Jamie Kern Lima, uh, the mm-hmm. founder of It Cosmetics. And uh, if you haven't gone and gotten her book, um, Believe It, I would encourage you to do yeah. so because she's a very, she writes like she speaks and mm-hmm. it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the speakers that lived to lead. Exactly. And we can get you set up with a replay on that Absolutely. for you, your company, your team, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got an amazing story. But I wanted to um, share a, another story as we move into this Um, especially capitalizing on the fact that every successful person is someone who failed yet never regarded themselves as a failure. Mm -hmm. And Irma Bombeck is a name that most people listening are going to know, but I don't know they know a lot about her. And so we're Mm going to start today with a little bit of background on her. She used to refer herself from newspaper copy girl to Time Magazine cover girl, right? That's how she was referred to by people. She traveled a road that was filled with a lot of adversity, uh, starting with her career. She was drawn to journalism early in life. Her first uh, job as a copy girl at the Dayton uh, Journal-Herald when she was a teenager. And then she went off to college at Ohio State, and a guidance counselor advised her to forget about writing. (laughs) She refused, and later she transferred to the University of Dayton and in 1949 graduated with a degree in English. Uh, Soon afterwards, she began working as a writer, where most journalists start, mm-hmm. writing the mm-hmm. obituary column and the women's oh, page. Okay. yeah. Right? Uh, that year, adversity carried over into her personal life. Uh, she got married. One of her deepest desires was to be mom. Much to her dismay, her doctors had told her she was incapable of having children. Did she give up and consider herself mm-hmm. a failure? More adversity there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. She and her husband explored the possibility of adoption, and then they adopted a daughter. Mm-hmm. Two years later, Irma was surprised when she became pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, But even that brought her more difficulties. In four years, she experienced four pregnancies, but only two of the babies survived. In 1964, Irma was able to convince the editor of a small neighborhood newspaper, uh, the Kettering Oakwood Times, to let her write a weekly humor column. Despite the pitiful $3 per article she was paid, she kept writing, and that opened a door for her. The next year, she was offered the opportunity to write three times a week for her old employer, the Dayton Journal-Herald. By 1967, her column was syndicated and carried by more than 900 Mm. newspapers. Mm -hmm. For slightly more than 30 years, Irma wrote her humor column. During that time, she published 15 books, was recognized as one of 
the 25 most influential women in America, appeared frequently on the television show Good Morning America, was featured on the cover of Time magazine, received innumerable honors such as the American Cancer Society's Medal of Honor, and was awarded 15 honorary degrees. So one of the endearing things about Irma Bombeck is she also, in this time, was very transparent about her trials and troubles, right? Hmm. She dealt with breast cancer, mastectomy, kidney failure, and she wasn't shy about sharing her life experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And she once once said at a college commencement that when I'm at college commitments, I tell everybody I'm up there and they're down where they are, not because of successes, but because of failures. Hmm. Then I proceed to spin off all of them, a comedy record <laughs> that sold two copies in Beirut, hmm. a sitcom that lasted about as long as a donut in her house, a Broadway <laughs> play that never saw Broadway, right? Book signings where I attracted two people. One who wanted directions to the restroom and the other who wanted to buy the desk. Mm. <laughs> what you have to tell yourself is, I'm not a failure. I failed at doing something. There is a very big difference. Personally and career-wise, it's been a corduroy road. I've buried babies. I've lost parents. I've had cancer. And I've worried over kids. And the trick is to put it all in perspective, which is what she did for a living. That's true. Perspective is, yeah. Everything, right? That's huge. Yeah. yeah. And what shapes our perspective? Hmm. Our attitude. So the future with attitude, with our perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to have have a very clear picture, and that's what we're going to spend the time talking today, the differences between failure and success and the fact that, you know, again, every successful person is someone who failed yet never regarded themselves as a failure. And that's all about attitude. Many many people wrestle with feelings of failure and the most damaging being doubtful thoughts about themselves. Mm. Um, so it's nearly impossible for any person to believe that he or she is a failure and succeed at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you can't believe that you're a failure and succeed at the same time. That's that's At some point impossible. you have to shift it to that I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And so right. that's why we talk about the concept you've heard us mention about failing forward. And it's it's not a false self-esteem thing. Um, you know, people live up to your level of expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so to encourage, and we're talk, we've talked about how to learn it, how to live mm-hmm. it, and now we're talking about leading others. So to encourage and to lead others, here's kind of the formula. First of all, you must value people, yep. um, and that's an attitude as well. Uh, then you must praise effort and finally reward performance. So it is possible to cultivate a positive attitude about yourself no matter what circumstances you find yourself in or what kind of history You have. Right. And the story you shared is a perfect example of that. So um, let's talk about some abilities that are needed to fail forward or to keep us from personalizing our failure, if you will. And and again, communication and personality style is going to make this easier Mm -hmm. for some of us and different different ones and Mm -hmm. different aspects of these seven abilities. And the first one is you want to reject rejection. Hmm. Reject rejection. You're going to reject something. That's what. Yeah. Yeah, Then reject rejection. Right. People who don't give up keep trying because they don't base their self worth on their performance. Hmm. So let me say that again. People who don't give up keep trying because they don't base their self worth on their performance. Hmm. This is all about keeping the right perspective, 
of course, taking responsibility for actions, hmm. but not taking failing at something personally. Hmm. So it's not a it's not a character thing. It's not a yeah. It shouldn't be yeah. right. Irma Bombeck pointed that out. There yeah. were things that she things that she was trying to do that were not successful, but that did not mean that she was not a success. Yeah. Yeah. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. What's another one? Uh, see failure as temporary. Mm. So people who personalize failure see a problem as a hole that they're permanently stuck in. Now, I, I, um, I, I love this, this um, poem or, or thing. It's, it's, it's basically my life in five chapters. And so if you were going to write your life story in five chapters, um, this uh, lady's name was Portia Nelson who mm. wrote this. And it, it sums up a lot of people's life. And so I'll just, I'll just read it here. Um, number one, chapter one, I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes me forever to find the way out. Chapter two, my life in five chapters. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in it again. I can't believe I'm in the same place, but it still isn't my fault. It still takes me a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it. It's there. I still fall in. It's a habit by now. My eyes are open, though. I know where I am. It is my fault. And I get out immediately. Chapter 4. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. So I'm getting better. Chapter 5, I walk down another street. And so that's the, that's the concept. Seeing failure is temporary, learning from it, admitting it's our fault sometimes. And finally, let's make some corrections. Let's just go do something completely different. And a partner to seeing it as temporary is the third ability. Seeing mm-hmm. failures as isolated incidences, right? When achievers fail, they see it as a momentary event, mm-hmm. not a lifelong epidemic. So it's not personal. Yeah. It really isn't personal. Yeah. Now, that said, there are there are people uh, that continue with certain attitudes and certain choices mm-hmm. because of the habiting, because they haven't changed it, mm-hmm. that will make the failures seem lifelong or epidemic, mm-hmm. but they really aren't. If you look at the span of time, the hours in the day, the years that we have, right? True, true. Yeah, it's not a lifelong Um, thing. It's not a lifelong thing. It seems like it when you're deep in the weeds, but yeah, yeah. Uh, So also, let's keep expectations realistic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a fourth one. Manage expectations. That's a customer service thing anyway in in business and all that. Uh, the, The greater the feat you desire to achieve, the greater mental preparation required for overcoming obstacles and preserving over the long haul. So it's, some things are just going to take time. It takes time, effort, and ability to overcome setbacks. Yes. And one of the ways to keep your expectations realistic, and this seems like it's actually building, right, mm-hmm. yeah. is the fifth one is focus on your strengths. Mm. And, and we've heard John um, Maxwell talk about this a lot, and mm-hmm. he himself determined very early on what he was good at and that's where he spends his time yeah so many people focus on their weaknesses and you know you get a little better but it's better yeah 
And and you have to decide, you know, if there's a weakness that's necessary to something you're trying to achieve, then mm-hmm. then that becomes something you want to be good at. If it's a character thing, especially, yeah. Especially if it's a character thing. Weakness is a matter of character, then yeah. But yeah. this is the whole piece about team building as well, is what are your strengths? Are you mm-hmm. focused in them? Because that's also going to move you forward. That's mm-hmm. going to help mm-hmm. this what appears to be setbacks or things not going well move along faster. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so don't spend your time falling in the hole again and again and again and again. Let's use the example, right? You already know it's there. Yeah. It's been said what distinguishes winners from losers is that winners concentrate at all times on what they can do, not what they can't do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so to get, to have our strengths have the biggest impact Mm -hmm. is we need to vary approaches to achievement. So even in the poem you just read, right, yeah, there yeah. was an awareness, there yeah. was an alter and adjustment going mm-hmm. around the, the hole. Yeah. Then there was a changing of the street totally, yeah, right? Yeah. So are you adjusting, right? So achievers are people who are also willing to vary their approaches to problems. So that didn't work. Let's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's try something else. Yeah. And that's important in every walk of every aspect of our life, not oh, just businesses. Yeah. yeah. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting yep. different results. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is not going to help you achieve something. Very That's true. also going to stay you focused in a, stra- a non-strength area, a gap or a blind spot. So mm-hmm. we need to move away from that, right? Yeah. And then the last one, the most. And it's very important to bounce back and, you know, not let that attitude not sit soak and sour like they say you know even though my favorite character in Winnie the Pooh is Eeyore but it's it's you know you don't want to be that you don't want to be sitting around uh you know so the key to bouncing back is found in your attitude toward the outcome maybe it didn't work but you know your attitude towards that outcome is going to be so achievers are able to keep moving forward no matter what happens and you've heard us and you've heard me mention two examples of this Mm -hmm. with Jamie Kern Lima challenging the beauty industry on Mm -hmm the types of models they were using, what they were focusing on and defining as beauty. Um, Irma Bombeck, uh, you know, we all are guilty of looking at the successful athletes and yeah, successful, yeah. you know, people in in world in our world and think, oh, they just have it all made. But they didn't get there overnight. They, they didn't, didn't get there overnight. see behind it, yeah, yeah. And if you could spend some time talking mm-hmm. with them, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more oh, yeah. learning about themselves, Yep. learning who to align with, changing mm-hmm. their environments, doing mm-hmm. what they needed to do. It just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Everything worthwhile is uphill. So, Everything yeah. worthwhile is uphill. Yeah. So all the too much downer about talking about failure. Yes. Let's talk about success. How about that? Yeah. So attitude determines how far you can go on a success journey because, mm-hmm. as we mentioned earlier, even in the job space, mm-hmm. um, you can teach pretty much anything, but attitude is something yep. that is a choice. Mm-hmm. And people have to be willing to be taught. They have to be willing to learn. They have to be willing to make different choices to have better attitude. Hmm. And that's harder That's harder to deal with, right? So the problem for most people who want to be successful is not that they can't achieve success, the main obstacle for them is that they misunderstand success. And definition and, of success. And Yeah, part of that, there's so many definitions, and that's why it's important for us to talk about how to be a real success. Relationships, equipping, attitude, leadership, these are proven things just like the laws we talked about in 15 Laws. You can argue with it, but there's 
plenty of stories and proof on exactly what we're talking about here. So sometimes there are some wrong ways or ways we misunderstand attitudes, wrong, really wrong attitudes. Yeah, about, about success. About success. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we think that. So here's here's five of them that okay. are wrong mm-hmm. attitudes, and we're going to break them down a little bit, mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about what is the right attitude. So the five wrong attitudes are that success means wealth. Mm. That success means a special feeling. Yeah. That that it means you have worthwhile possessions or certain types of possessions, mm-hmm, a car, mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a watch. That success equals power. Oh, that's a big one, yeah. That success equals achievement. So let's break these down a little bit because mm-hmm. I just stepped on <laughs> most everybody's toes, most everybody's yeah. toes yeah, on yeah. on the radio um, mm. or on this podcast, right? So let's start with the first one. Success equals wealth. A lot of people believe that if they accumulate wealth, they will be successful. Mm. Uh, wealth does not eliminate problems, folks. It introduces many new ones. Or sometimes it magnifies the ones you have already, yeah. Mm, yeah. Sometimes magnifies the ones you have. Yeah. And, and it's been interesting this week in um, another group that I'm a part of, we were talking about the fact that people think, oh, if I just – if I just had more money with this or that, then I'd be happier and do whatever. Well, mm-hmm. I think if you take a look at some some of the most successful people in our current environment, um, when you think of the space race and three mm-hmm. gentlemen or two gentlemen that are kind of spending a lot of time in that, yeah. If they <laughs> are successful and they consider themselves successful, richest men in the world, yeah. Then why aren't they satisfied? Got to go to another planet now, I guess. Yeah, huh. yeah. Got to go to space. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm. So that's a misnomer. Mm. And and I think if you if you then you have others that are doing great things with it. I mean, Warren Buffett yeah. and Bill Gates, and there's a lot of folks giving their money away. There's a lot of great you know, mm-hmm. Max Lucado and a lot of folks that, you know, mm-hmm. are doing things with it. And that actually plays into a little bit about what success looks like when it it's about, you know, other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other one is another one is a special feeling. Right. You're not going to be mm. happy. Yeah. If you make happiness your goal, you're almost certainly destined to fail. Um, because life is uncertain and emotions aren't stable. So, right. you know, if, if our goal is to be happy and, and, you know, let me get on my soapbox here about social media, you know, most of the arguments on social media are because people aren't looking for truth. They're looking for happiness. Mm. Make me happy. I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so if you disagree with me, you're not making me happy and on and on and on it goes. And so most are not on a quest for truth. That's why the arguments are silly uh, because right. you can't you can't reason with that. So a, a special feeling is definitely a wrong attitude. You know, it's not happiness. Because yeah. what is that definition? I mean, you you, you know, it's different it's, to different people. Yeah, and it's, it's like actually very nailing jello to the wall. You can't right. Really, you can't really yeah. get there. Mm-hmm. Another one that we all get caught up in, I think, at some points. Right. Is that it's possessions. Mm, okay. I've achieved a certain amount of success when I can buy a Maserati or I mm-hmm. can buy a, a $1.4 million home or I have mm-hmm. whatever, the Rolex watch, right? And when I was in high school, I always wanted a Lamborghini. Now, I'm glad I didn't achieve that success because now <laughs> if I got in a Lamborghini, I probably couldn't get back out of it. So that's life has a funny way of doing that to you. Yeah, yeah. So our possessions uh, are temporary. Uh, they break. They erode, they mm-hmm. rust, they mm-hmm. get lost, yeah. right? And so we can't tie success to that, um, and we shouldn't right. be measuring uh, or attaining uh, success to yeah. that degree. And he who dies with the most toys still dies. So still dies, you know, and yeah. it doesn't fit yeah. in the urn or the coffin. Yeah, yeah. Another real uh, fallacy is power, right? Mm-hmm. Because power at its core is a test of character. Yeah, 
you know, by itself, power is neither positive or negative. It's not a source of security or success. Yeah. And um, and there's a there's <laughs> it's definitely a test of character. Yeah. Because with power comes responsibility. And just because you have power. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you need to exercise it. Yeah. Charles McElroy said usually uh, power is usually recognized as an excellent short term antidepressant. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind of sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. And it. If you're not using power for the right reasons, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you're actually harming. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what and what is the definition of power? Right. We, you, what does that look like? Right. Is it mm-hmm. influence? Right. Is it making something better for somebody? Yeah. Right? So it's it's neither positive or negative by itself, but 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 it's it definitely not a source of security or success. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's not power, then it must be achievement. Have you ever said, if I could just fill in the blank, you know, um, success is not a list of goals to be checked off one after another. Uh, it's it's a it's a lifelong mm-hmm. thing. It's not something that we just achieve and I check that off. Okay, I'm successful now. What's next? You know, it's it, it's a whole lot more than that. So it's, it's I mean, because once you finish achieving something, yeah, then if you've uh, if then you've what? arrived at the pinnacle, then you're yeah. done. Then you hear about those who are depressed and suicidal and all that kind of thing. It's like, okay, I've done all this. Now what? And, you know, I've made this money. I've got this house. I've, I've got this. I've bought everything I could buy. Yeah, and whatever. And, and so it, it's I'm definitely, still, it's not a destination. It's a journey. It's a it's journey. Continual. Yeah, right. Yeah. So let's move to what is the right attitude about success, mm-hmm. right? And and this is, everybody has to define what success looks like to them, mm-hmm. uh, as as Mike said, that it is a journey, mm-hmm. and you can maintain the right, you can maintain the right attitude about it if you look at it that way. Yeah, there's basically two things when it when it comes to success, and we'll give you then John's definition of success. Uh, first of all, it's the right attitude towards success, which we kind of talked about here in the past few things, mm-hmm. and then it's the right principles for getting you there. So we we've we've worked talked a lot about our attitude and adjusting it and getting it right and all that. So now we want to talk about the the right principles for getting us there. John's definition of success is three things. Uh, number one is knowing your purpose in life. Number two is growing to reach your mac- maximum potential. And then number three is sowing the seeds that benefit others. And I see within that is kind of learn it, live it, mm-hmm. and, and lead it. it. So that's why we love that that concept so much because we that. can bring it right back around right absolutely yeah because no matter how long you live or no matter what you decide to do in life as long as you have the right attitude about it mm-hmm. you will never exhaust your capacity to grow grow towards your potential or run out of opportunities to mm-hmm. actually help others mm-hmm. um you know i i mentor several moms single moms and helping them you know achieve the things that they're wanting to achieve and, and move forward and make different decisions in life. And and they, based on their environments and where they've come from, you know, they, they look at me like, what, why, what is it, what is it gained for you? What does it matter? I mean, mm-hmm. why, why would you do that? You know, they're waiting for the other shoe to fall because usually it means, yeah. Yeah. you know, I owe you something. And, you know, I, I know what my purpose is in life and and I have had successful careers and I'm having successful businesses mm-hmm. and I'm continuing to grow mm-hmm. and I'm willing to share that my license plate says mo knows mm-hmm. not from a 
you know, arrogant approach, but the fact that I really like to be a river of of information and a river of connection and a river, whether it's helping, mm-hmm. you know, veterans get access to resources, whether it's single moms achieving goals, whether it's a lot of things and experiences of what I'm good at and what I'm not good at, I know people who are. Yeah, that's right. Back to relationships again. Yeah, yeah. And so that's really the first one here is knowing your purpose. Yeah, so let's, let's kind of break all, all three of those down, go yeah. a little bit. Yeah, knowing your purpose, yeah. You know, Jamie Kern Lima and Irma Bombeck knew their purposes. And sometimes when you know your purpose, and in Jamie's case, it was being a lone ranger in the beauty industry mm-hmm. with a small team of people, right? Mm-hmm. Irma Bombeck was told to stop writing. Yeah. Good but she, she knew that she yeah. knew that she knew, right? Yeah. yeah. And many of you listening have something going on in your gut that you know that you know that you know, and you're mm-hmm. not in it, you're not moving toward it yet, and you need to be. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that listening to this, mm-hmm. you are going to get the gumption to step into your purpose and yep. whatever that is, and however you need to be equipped for that. Yep. That you do that, right? Because if you don't try to actively discover your purpose, then you're likely to spend your life doing the wrong things. That's and if you're not living in your purpose or working in your purpose, mm-hmm. days at work are long and hard, mm-hmm. right? Building and cultivating and maintaining relationships are long and hard. Yep, yep. So you need to be operating in your purpose. So, so you know, what are you searching for? Mm-hmm. You know, do you believe that you have potential and where it is, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. We all have a reason, right? Yeah. When do you start? We, well, we, I know the answer to that. It's now. It's or today. yesterday. Or, yeah, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because a year from now, you'll wish you'd started today. So, yeah, yeah we've, t- we've talked about that in, yeah. in, in other shows, right? Mm-hmm. Today mm-hmm. is the day. So not only knowing your purpose, but growing to your potential. So we've talked a lot about personal growth. We did shows on the 15 laws of personal growth. So the only true measure of success is the ratio between what we might have been and what we have become. That's said by H.G. Mm-hmm. Wells. So we can do anything, but we can't do everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, you, you, we have to that think you have to think differently about uh, success. And we also can't let others decide our own agenda. You know, I right. always say if you don't put your priorities in your schedule, then someone else is going to put theirs in it. And that's true, especially if you work for somebody. But, you know, at the same time, we want to make sure that we're not You've heard the saying, you know, jack of all trades and master, master of none. none. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what we want to be is jack of few trades and focused on one. Right. A little different way to think about it. Yeah. And there's really four quick principles. We're not going to go into great detail on these, but mm-hmm. you need to concentrate on one main goal, as Mike mm-hmm. just mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Focus is important. Baby steps. Yeah. Foundation. Yeah. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. The second is concentrate on continual improvement. There's your personal growth again. Yeah. There's a personal mm-hmm. growth, yeah. right? Forget the past. Ah, yesterday ended last night. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what happened in the past, you have Mm -hmm. the potential to overcome it, and today's a new day. And the fourth one is focus on your future. Mm -hmm. Your potential is ahead of you, whether you're 8, 18, 48, 80. Mm -hmm. That's right. John Maxwell's dad recently passed away, and even in his 90s, living in a retirement community. Still reaching out. He was like, my best years are ahead of me. Yeah. And he's right. (laughs) He's 90s. Yeah, yeah. He's right. right. That's right. We've talked about different proverbs. So a Spanish proverb says, he who does not look ahead remains behind. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 
And then the third that we've talked about is that are you sowing seeds that benefit others? Mm, that's the lead it portion, yeah. That's the lead yeah. it portion, right? Yep. Winston Churchill says we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. And Danny Thomas, you know, who is most people are, um, I think, familiar with him because of St. Jude's. And he started, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, the hospital for, mm-hmm. for children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He says success in life had nothing to do with what you gain in life or accomplish for yourself. It's what you do for others. Mm. That's what that's how nonprofits have been established. That's yep. how impacting your community and social change happens, right? It's about mm-hmm. looking and helping other people, regardless mm-hmm. of talent, education, mm-hmm. upbringing. Everybody is capable of knowing their purpose, mm-hmm. growing to their maximum potential or mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. And sowing seeds that benefit others. And one more truth that goes with that. You, leaders have to give up to go up. There's always trade-offs. And, you know, we talked about being jack-of-all-trades and that as well. So making sure to, you know, be real specific in, in what it is that you know you're good at and, you know, play, play to your strengths. So we talked a lot about attitude, um, you know, and we talked about the impact of attitude in the first show, the formation of attitude in our second show, and now the future with the right attitude. So there's no success without an attitude of sacrifice. So to go up, you have to give up. That's the power of attitude and the nature of leadership. Until next week, this is Mike. And this is Mo. Reminding you to learn it, live it, and lead it.